welcome to another episode of Drop Talk, which is the official podcast from Drop Fitness. This podcast features interviews between the owners and members of Drop Fitness, as well as the community members and business owners, where we talk all things fitness, family, food, and, you know, a little bit of funny. I like to throw in a little alliteration there. Please subscribe and share our podcast. And if you like what you hear, throw us an awesome five-star review. You can always follow us on Instagram at dropfitnessbakersfield or head to our website, dropfitnessbakersfield.com. See you at the gym. What's up, FitFam, and welcome to another episode of Drop Talk. I am your host, Joe Noel, and with me today, I have a special member uh, spotlight here, Amanda Kanyez, Con- like Kanyez. Um, welcome. Thank you. You'll probably want to get like a, like closer to the microphone, okay. like one to two inches away is what I, uh, you know, the standard that I say it for, don't worry, Monica's done three of them, and she, I tell her every <laughs> single time, so no okay. worries. Anyways, uh, similar to kind of how we got in with uh, Christina, I want to ask you a couple things just about fitness overall, kind of how you're fitting um, into your schedule. Um, but first, let's kind of deep dive into your schedule. Like, what what's your home life like? What, you know, family-wise, like, explain. Uh, it's very busy. I have two kids, an 8- and 10-year-old, and I'm married. And my kids are very active in sports. And so um, it's usually gym, work, homework, practice, you know, dinner. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. My days are long. They're very fast paced. Um, some days I wish that it would just slow down, but I know once they grow up, this all yeah. goes away. So. It only, only lasts for so long. So right. you're, and you're, because your day is so jam packed and like the kids in the afternoon, uh, or I mean, the kids, you know, have a bunch of stuff going on. I'm sure that you're, you're more of a morning gym person. I am. And for the over 20 years, I've always worked out very early, but I would say the past year, um, I haven't been consistent with my mornings. It's kind of, my schedule's been all over the place. So, um, I've been working out, um, at night, um, because, um, I would, like I said, the, it's changed a lot. I, I turned 41 and then, um, and I would say when, once I turned 40, things have changed yeah. <laughs> and you know, and, um, I don't sleep as much and I wake up and I have these night sweats that keep me up at night and wow. I'm like, what is going on with me? So due to, you know, getting older and I'm changing, went to my doctor and it's all, I guess, normal with age going through those premenopause things and i know that's a lot to um <laughs> i know that's a little bit personal but it's the truth so I, what, I, what i'm saying is it kind of affects my sleep mm-hmm. so i've been coming more in the evenings and it's tough but i just kind of make it like i just say no excuse get you get there when you get there have you okay so for anybody listening like you're 41 good god like you look really good you're 41 you come here and you like kill it in the gym and you're working out and you're lifting heavy weights you're not doing five pound weight so everybody who just got like a a visual in their head by all the stuff that you said they're probably picturing some old 41 year old like that ain't you like you just you just got done telling me you just ran five miles before you got here right I did so I mean yeah you like you're staying extremely active um you said you've been working out for 20 years like what is your athletic background like where did you play sports or anything as a kid college um, anything 
I did. I played basketball in grade school and high school, and I was a cheerleader. And I don't like to say this because I wasn't like that foo-foo cheerleader. Just, you know, I, I cheered competitively, so I did mostly competitions. I was on a competition squad. Okay, so I, I have traveled. thoughts. Okay. <laughs> have you seen, you have Netflix? I do. Have you seen the documentary or miniseries? I don't know if it's a documentary or miniseries, but it's like um, Cheer, I think it's called. No, I haven't. These people are nuts. So, like, we saw this girl, and they are, like, your size. They, I mean, they might be smaller. Like, they might be, like, 4'10". Mm -hmm. And they're getting launched in the air. And these guys, these, oh, my God. So, there's one, they get launched up in the air. And then these guys underneath them, I don't know if they got an argument. They, like, got sidetracked or whatever. Like, they just didn't catch her. And she goes down onto the ground. Like, these girls are getting hurt. So, I mean, that it's real. Like, that, I mean, you're definitely an athlete uh, if you're cheering competitively. So, that's, uh, yeah, that's not like a rah-rah right. uh, thing. That's like gymnast, basically. It, so. it is. And I was a flyer, so I was always going up. I was a flyer. Wow. Um, because of my size. Uh -huh. um, and, uh, yeah, so I don't really like to talk about that too much because I, I feel like when people hear, oh, you cheered, like it's all that rah-rah foo-foo stuff and it wasn't like that. <laughs> yeah, no way. That's, uh, that's awesome though. That's, that's good to hear. How long did you do that for? Like, did that into high school or like past that or? Um, I did it up until high school, but I, I did it for about five years. Okay. And then once I got to my senior year, I told my mom, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of it. I'm burnt out. I was tired of the traveling and oh, yeah. just didn't have a life yeah so so now you just transition that into a full family and job and go to the gym and you know don't have that much of a life I don't know. <laughs> um That's so right. okay so um you know keeping everything in um in, in just so you know like for work you're you're a teacher right mm -hmm. so um so everybody knows kind of you know what you're doing so you have obviously that as a kind of scheduled time but in the afternoons, your kids are kind of at the age of probably a lot of different activities and stuff. Like, how do you balance that and then the gym for you, right? If you're coming in the afternoon a little bit more now. That's a good question because that's probably my biggest struggle. But I am a planner and I'm very organized and I'm very structured. So Sundays, I meal prep for the week. Okay. Uh, my, my, I meal prep. I also plan my dinners and then I you know, write out my grocery list and I shop based on what I'm going to make every night. I write down, okay, Monday, this is what you're going to make my Tuesday. And I kind of plan it according to my kid's schedule, like what's quick and mm. can I do crock pot for this meal tonight, you know, this night and whatnot. But, um, anyway, so I also, um, iron clothes on Sundays for both of my kids. So I do five sets each plus wow. mine so that my, my week runs smooth. So with that said, um, you know, I, I get up, some mornings I come to the gym, some I don't, but I still go to work early. I'm, I'm at work by 6.45 and I work in Shafter, which isn't a far drive from my house, but I um, get to work early. No, there, there are no teachers there at 6.45 Yeah, I bet. <laughs> That's just, that, there's just no I feel way. like my teacher rolled into school like three minutes after the bell rang, I mean, like three minutes before the bell rang. Like they, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't have a ton of uh, super on it teachers that were like, you right but yeah yeah and and so it some of my friends are like how do you get here so early and I'm just I'm an early person I uh. said and I need to get my day started and and um I like to do that in peace and quiet before I have students and so my job is actually very mentally challenging because oh, I, I teach kindergarten and I have 22 five-year-olds 
and I have them till two o'clock every day and um, it could be a challenge at the end of the day I'm mentally exhausted and but I tell myself you know what go when you go home start homework with the kids prep dinner and go to the gym just for my mental <laughs> sanity Zen. I feel, yeah yeah because I feel like I'm a better mom when I work out and it's like okay let me just have an hour to myself where I don't have to think about anything because when I come here everything's set you you know you guys tell me what to do I just have to show up and put in the work I don't have to think I right. just do it that's kind of you know our point is like we know everybody has a busy life and if you go to a big box gym or whatever and you're like, okay, you got to make your own workout plan. Mm -hmm. You got to hope everything's open. And then you got to be like, okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. And then you got to be a little bit disciplined to stick to that plan. Right here. It's like you park, you come in, you stretch out. Although I feel like there's a issue with people not stretching out, but whatever <laughs> you should be stretching out and warming up and then you then get into the workout and then you go home and then, then you can eat and whatever and feed your kids and, and stuff. Right. But, um, that hour that you have to yourself, like Monica's brought it up, Christina brought it up a couple of weeks ago, but like that, that mom guilt of, you know, whatever, like, do you sense, do you feel any of that? Or is that, I'm not saying it's not real. Cause I know it is real. And I know a oh, lot yeah. of moms feel that, but I feel like you have stuff together, like with a schedule and stuff like that. So I don't know. Are you just like, screw it. I don't feel that anymore. Like I, this is my time, you know, or whatever. Like the, the, you guys can have the other 23 hours of the day. Give me this one hour. But like, I don't know. How do you, how do you feel with that? No, I definitely feel the guilt. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I have to put my kids on pause and my husband on pause so I can take a time, take a time out for myself. Uh -huh. But in order for me to be a good wife and a good parent, um, I have to just, I have to get out. I just have to get it done. Right. And thankfully my family, they're very supportive. They never complain and, and they never like, mom, you're leaving again, you know, to the gym. And no, I'm, I'm hoping one day I can get my kids to come and join me and, and, you know, come work out with me. I mean, they're pretty busy already, so I can't push too much on right. them. <laughs> what about your husband work out too? He does. Um, okay. He actually goes at 4 a.m. because he has to be at work at 6. Okay. So that time works out best for him. Nice. So sometimes, not sometimes, um, yeah, sometimes um, I'll go run with him before he starts class at 4. He goes to another gym and um, he runs at, they start at 320, him and a group of runners. And so I'll go with them. But then I come home and go back to bed for about 30 <laughs> minutes if I have to get ready. I'm just like shaking my head. Like <laughs> when you're like 320, get up and go running. I'm like, man, you know, I, I did the gym here yesterday. And so I got up at 330 and I'm like, roll out of bed, get a cup of coffee and like I get myself down here. Like I am not that morning person. I'm definitely not working out here at four o'clock in the morning. So mm -hmm. props to everybody that does do that. Yeah. But uh, when I hear you like, oh yeah, get up at five miles, run, go back to bed. Just, hey, just take, you know, go back to bed for another 40 minutes. Like how, I would never be able to do that. But that's, uh, you know, more power to you. That's awesome though. That you guys are both focused on, you know, have some type of fitness goals and you know that you need it, you know? And, and so because it's something that you need, it's like, Hey, it's like whatever all, you know, you'll watch the kids or he'll watch the kids or, or, right. and, and just give you your time. Um, and I think that's good for your mental health and sanity, especially 22, five year olds that you're watching mm -hmm. or teaching, sorry, not just watching, <laughs> you're teaching uh, all day. We have one three-year-old and I'm like, 22 of those? Like, come on, give me, <laughs> no way. There's no way, like it would be chaos. And um, so more more props to you. Thank you. Um, so about 
I'm a little baffled by the uh, ironing of all the clothes and everything. I was, that just threw me out. You're like, I iron. Like, wow, I'm taking notes now. Um, that's awesome. So um, one thing that I just experienced uh, last week um, when I, we were recording the podcast, I was like super sick, super congested. Uh, this week, just so you know, I uh, took a little uh, performance enhancing drugs. Um, you know, uh, I think it's called Afrin. It's like a nasal decongestant. Like it's like a steroid in a bottle. Like on the bottle, it says you can't use it more than like a day at a time. Okay. I put like three squirts in this morning and it my nasal passage like opened up. I'm like, I can breathe like it. So I feel good right now. But anyways. Well, that's good. Yeah. So I, uh, so, uh, I digress. But um, being a teacher, like do you get sick a lot? Like I, I would probably be sick all, you know, 165 or however many days that you work like. I would probably be sick all that, but right. You know, my first two years I got, I got sick often and I never got sick prior to that. And then, you know, I started working with kids and, um, my immune, my immune, my immune system wasn't built up like I thought it was. And I got sick the first two years, but then after that I was like, eh, I don't think I've been sick in the past five or six years. I mean, good God. I know. So I've built a strong. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, you got the, you got the antibodies going. Um, that's good. I mean, so it has to be something like you're obviously like you're, you're, you know, staying up on your fitness and stuff. It, and you talked about, you know, eating, like what's a normal, when you say like you prep your meals and stuff like that, what, what's a normal kind of, I mean, you don't have to give me every single day, but like, you know, an average dinner for you, like, what is that looking like or for the family? Okay. Dinner is, um, usually a protein, always a vegetable, sometimes, um, a carb, not always a healthy carb. Yeah. Mine will be, but not my family's like, I'll throw like some French bread with butter on the grill. If I, you know, made a tri-tip in a green salad and I'll throw, you know, French bread on the grill for them. And as much as I want to eat that, I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I'll make me just like a sweet potato or something like that. But, um, I do try to eat mostly fish and chicken. Um, I try not to eat a whole lot of red meat because my body doesn't always respond to that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I try to eat a balanced proportion of my proteins and my, you know, my veggies and my healthy carbs and, yeah, so when I meal prep, my breakfast is pretty simple, very simple. I'll always do like um, Greek yogurt with berries. Sometimes I add a scoop of protein um, powder to my Greek yogurt just because it's so tart and gross. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll have like um, two slices of like Dave's Killer Bread, and I'll just toast that and put a little. What is Dave's Killer Bread? It's, uh, well, it's bread well, and, uh, it's, killer. <laughs> it's, uh, it's 70 calories and it's, it's got a lot of nuts and it's got a lot of like the, uh, okay. I'm not sure it's all the good, like flaxseed and it's like the bread that as a mom, you would force your kids to eat that they don't want to eat themselves or correct. Okay. All right. So it's a little, exactly what that is. Yeah. So I'll do that and, or oatmeal <clears throat> and I measure everything. Everything's measured. The problem is, you know, at the end of the night, I've, I make sneak into the pantry and put something in my mouth that I shouldn't. <laughs> but, you know, I do find that when I do work out, <clears throat> I stay on track with my food better. And if I don't get a good workout in that day, just say I, I for whatever reason, I didn't get to work out, my nutrition goes down the hill, goes down. And I'm just like, 
I don't know. I don't know what it it's is. It's like a mental thing. It's like you put in the work, so you're like, well, I need to like feed this body like good right. stuff and versus, you know, um, maybe I'm slacking a day. And I feel like that's where people start to go down this like bad path right. is like when they have their cheat day, quote unquote, and then that turns into like they're going to cheat all day. So it's right. like, hey, I'm going to go to mimosas and get French toast in the morning right. and then whatever, do whatever you're going to do the rest of the day and eat and drink. And then that turns into the next morning. Like, oh, I don't feel good. Let me go grab a McDonald's, like egg, whatever. McMuffin. McMuffin, <laughs> yeah. And then that turns into like lunch and there's like, you know, whatever. They're not really focused. They don't go to the gym again. Like, so then there's like just this downward trend. Mm -hmm. And um, so then you got to get back to the gym and snap out of it. So, right. um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's just you. I think it's, uh, you know, that's probably a Common. lot of people. Yeah, that, that do that. Um, so snack, like since you have that drive and I used to have a job where I drove a lot. And so I would try to like snack a lot. Um, and then you're so busy. Like, do you snack and stuff? Is there any healthy snacks is basically what I'm trying to ask you that you eat or that you focus on. There is, um, like, um, my healthy snacks. I always have cucumbers and peppers cut. Like those are my snacks They're already in baggies or whatever I container I put them in. Um, I always have a protein shake, uh, with almonds or whatever. Um, I'll drink about two protein shakes a day as my snack with, and then I'll have like 10 almonds with you. That. Okay. Hold on. And you bag up your cucumbers and all this stuff. I'm just picturing something in my mind and I'm like, do you like write messages on your like kids lunch bags and stuff <laughs> as you pack? Like, I feel like you're like, just like that super mom that's in every commercial. You're like, Oh, here you go. Enjoy your day. I wrote a note for you that says, I love you. Like, is that, is that I, you? I used to do like, you know how cookie cutters have you know there are so many different designs so when my son was in kindergarten i used to have like dinosaur cookie cutters so i would cook it i would cut i would cut out his sandwich with like the dinosaur oh cutter or a heart i knew it and then he started realizing like mom i'm the only kid that has a heart <laughs> sandwich and he made a comment to me and i'm like i go well do you not want me to do that he goes well not really because it's kind of embarrassing oh, oh i was crushed <laughs> oh man but i get it i was like okay yeah no problem <laughs> that's you okay i'll just you know i'm still gonna do it but i guess i'll eat it later yeah that's, that's pretty cute no um, so um but no that stopped like after kindergarten and then my husband actually makes their lunches now oh so wow I, I, I get a break from their lunches. Does he um, write notes to them? Like you, you guys no. are just like the all-American family of like, oh, hey. No, but he does get in trouble because I'll see him pack an extra snack that wasn't supposed to go into that lunchbox. Oh, box. wow. So you are that mom <laughs> that's like you're getting getting on him. That's, uh, that's good. Keeping tabs. Yeah. So, but anyways. Um, no, that's good that, that you have, uh, you know, your snack plan for, you know, um, like the, the busy day. Cause I, I can just imagine like the day starts to get away from you. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you have like set time to take a lunch or whatever. I'm sure that probably gets, uh, overridden sometimes. So it does. And, and I try to eat my meals between 1030 and 630. So I'm not doing exactly intermittent fasting. I'm just trying to have that window of when I eat. Okay. How long so, have you been doing that for? Uh, it's only been like three weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Is there, is there any like diets that you've tried or like, do you, are you like a fad diet kind of person? Like, let me try that. Or is it, you know, is there really anything that you've. No. And I'm, I mean, I'm not perfect. Of course, at my nutrition, clearly I'm not, but, um, not a fad diet type of person. Okay. I just know what I can eat and what I shouldn't be eating. Right. And so there's days where like, 
I eat my lunch and I'm like, I don't want to eat this today. This is, I yeah. want, you know, <laughs> I want to eat what, you know, my friend is eating. She, they, she, you know, she, he, she brought leftovers from dinner and it's like a bone soup or something like uh, that. I'm like, Oh, that smells really good compared to, you know, what I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> my tuna sandwich with my sliced cucumbers, you know, or whatever I bring that's easy or my chicken with my rice and veggie. I'm like, mm. oh, you know, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I feel good. I feel good once when I eat right. Yeah, no, for sure. And that, you know, just sets you up for the rest of the day. And mm -hmm. obviously you have a long, busy day. Um, what about how um, are you on school lunches? Like, what are we doing for these kids? I know that's not your department, but I'm just wondering, like, is it total junk that we're just feeding them? Because there's, I look at kids and you probably see this and you don't have to call out your kids specifically in your class, but like I see the kids just walking around. I mean like obesity, like overweight kids, like it's, it's great. It's like out of control. It is. And are we doing anything good in the schools? Like, are we trying to give them salads or protein or are we just, is it just like all processed, like carbs and more carbs? I think they're making um, better choices and what they serve the kids. I know like for the upper grades, like third through six, and even at my kid, my, my own kid's school. Um, and then we're in the district that I work in, they have like a salad bar. Oh, okay. And so they have a full loaded salad bar that the, the kids can, um, you know, can eat from. And it's got a good balance of, uh, you know, of all the, all different veggies, fresh, and then different fruits like strawberries and, you know, I think there's watermelon and there's, you know, uh, oranges and, you know, right. grapes. That's good. So it's a good, it's a good variety. Um, so they have that choice to eat at the salad bar. Um, but sometimes I think they get their regular lunch plus the salad bar. Ew, okay. And so I think. It's probably that regular lunch is probably just a bunch of like, you know, packaged cookies. It's it what, is. It's basically what our, my pantry looks like because that is what Ellie eats, but. Um, you know, she eats a lot of, of that stuff and I get it. The kids eat, eat a lot of that stuff, but I think they eat a lot of, uh, McDonald's and stuff like that too all the time. And that's right. probably what's leading to it. But it, it's just crazy when you like just see kids, little kids, and I feel bad for them. And I feel bad for the parents too, because I don't know if it's like, they don't know, like you, like you said, you know what you should eat and what you shouldn't eat. And I get it that there's some people that they like legitimately, like they don't know what's good or whatever. Like they could go to McDonald's, but they get like the chicken breast and they're like, Oh, this is more healthy. Right. And it's not like you're still having the bun and you're still having the fries and you're still having that soda. Like those are the bad things. The meat's the least of your worries. Um, but so there's some people that don't know, but then there's a lot of people that just don't care. And they're like, screw it. I'm, I'm eating you know, fast food all day and I'm going to feed that to my kids. Right. And then now the kids are big too. And so I see like just this, this huge like trend, um, you know, the parents or the kids following the parents trend. So and it's just kind of sad to see, to be honest. Um, and I was just wondering, like, you know, school wise, what are we, what are we doing? What are my tax dollars really doing? I you know, know? that's, I know. Uh, um, <laughs> it, it's true. And it, it, it kind of, it's a little sad, not sad to me, but it, it's kind of like, um, you know, it kind of breaks my heart sometimes because I have probably like four kids in my class that are overweight, but two of them weigh in the three digit figures like they're over wow. 100 and you're in kindergarten and they're kindergarten they're five and six wow. year olds so it, it, it's sad and then I see the family and I meet you know I know their families and it's 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 a pattern with everyone mm -hmm. so 
yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, man, I just wish, you know, I, I wish we could educate them more about nutrition and they do offer a lot of nutritional programs, um, in the, you know, the, they, they offer a lot of workshops to oh, the okay. parents on nutrition, but they don't go, but they don't go. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the other thing is like, we could offer it all day long and pay for it, you know, and whatever it's free and it's whatever, but it's, you know, you can't make them go. Right. Um, I don't know. That's, that's sad, but they, all right, everybody listening, you should <laughs> go out there and take advantage of these free classes or, or whatever. Take advantage of the internet really that could, right. okay. Not the fake news internet, but like the real internet. Don't go to Wikipedia, go to like legitimate sites and just like you know find out about it like if you want to know and this is actually the same of anything just not like nutrition but like if you really want to know and find out about something learn about something like you can like Mm -hmm. it doesn't cost anything to you know start researching stuff uh you don't have to go to college and be a nutritionist but like you should educate yourself on some of the um you know just like good nutritional advice i think it's like whatever Speaking of breaking your heart, have you seen the video this week? It was like this little kid from Australia. He's like nine years old. He has dwarfism and he's like getting bullied at school and just like crying. Like Hmm. it was was like viral, like so terrible. Um, And then some like Brad Williams, who's also like a a little person, Mm -hmm. but he's a comedian here. And like he set up a GoFundMe. It's like I don't know, last I checked, it was like 400 grand that they raised from like, wow. it, the, the, the bullying that this kid gets is like, it's insane. Like I told Monica about it. And then I was like, I literally, like, I'm not a crier. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, I didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I cried when Ellie was born a little bit, probably like a single tear came out, but like, I'm just not like that emotional of a person. Right. Um, th- I was like weeping on this video. Like it had me like feeling some type of way. Like I was like really sad and um, this kid's saying like, oh, you know, I just want to die and he's nine oh, and I'm no. like, Oh my God, just like crying. And like, he just gets made fun of, I guess at school. And it's really sad. Anyways, uh, they set up a GoFundMe to go send him to like Disneyland or whatever. And, and, and it just like blew up. Like it was supposed to raise $10,000 and it's like I said, like 400 grand and now it's going to go anti-bullying stuff. So anyways, parents pay attention to your kids and stop, stop bullying. Like you need to, you need to realize like there's certain, there's a lot of parents that are like, Oh, my kid would never do that. But it's like, your kid did. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they did. Like, and if you hear that they did like be the little butt. And here's, here's just so you know how uh, Monica and I are as parents. We watched that video. The first thing that we said wasn't like, Oh my God, if Ellie got bullied like that, we were like, if Ellie ever bullied anybody, like, like I would whoop her little butt. And if somebody says, Hey, your kid's bullying my kid. I'm not going to be like, my kid would never, I'm going to be like, did you do like, you know, and it's, it's going down. Like, um, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, sad. And you being a teacher and I'm sure you see some bullying and stuff. And it's like, it's not the teacher's responsibility. Like we got to do it as parents. Like we got to all come together. But at the same time, I think there's been like this, this shift when I was in school, you were kind of a little bit scared of the teacher. At least they could reprimand you. I don't know that that's going on anymore. I feel like we're in this society of like hey nobody can reprimand my kid but me mm-hmm. and i'm like the complete opposite i'm like no every adult can reprimand my daughter and tell her why she's doing something wrong like why it's wrong and tell her not to do it and uh and that's totally fine by me like i don't right. i'm not saying backhand my kid like yeah i don't need you to <laughs> you know start beating them up but i'm just saying like you can tell them something right um i don't know i feel like there's probably a shift i don't know how much uh uh, intervention that you get to do as a teacher or you're kind of just like observing, but, um, yeah. 
Now, I, 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 and we talk about that a lot, my teacher friends and I, it's sometimes we feel like we're just disciplining our kids and it's like they're so young and some of the behaviors that we witness on a daily basis, these naughty behaviors, it's like, man, I remember if I even thought about doing something like that, I knew that I was going to get spanked as a kid, Yeah, or, you know, and um, a lot of times, I would say 90% of the time the parents were like, no, my kid wouldn't do that. Or what did that other kid do to my kid? You know, and they don't want to take any, you know, responsibility for their kids actions because they just think, no, they, they, they would never do that. I'm like, if this is a pattern when they're not home with you, they are different when they interact with other kids. I said, you know, so a lot of times we have to, it's a battle, but you know, yeah. you can't, you can't win I, that battle. <laughs> that has, yeah. That has to be a tough, if it's tough. That has to be it's tough. job tough. Because I mean, I could totally see that and I could see how parents are, are like, they're like, my kid would never do that. And it's like, okay, do you think I'm lying to you? Like I'm an adult. Like right. I have nothing, I have no skin in the game here. Like I'm just telling you what I saw. Like right. you're basically calling me a liar. Um, well, if you ever teach Ellie, <laughs> I don't think she's going to go to, if you ever move at school districts uh, and you say that she was being a little brat and she was doing this, I'm going to be like, boom, I'm whooping her butt. Like I'm yeah. totally believing you. Uh, I'm going to believe every teacher, you know, that, that's how we are with our own kids. Like, um, my son, he said his teacher said some, made a comment to him about something like it was kind of a sassy comment and it really hurt his feelings. I can't remember what it was exactly. Something along the lines of, oh, yeah, that sounds that sounds like something you would do. Um, but it was, I can't remember what it was. It was last year. Uh. So I go, well, what did you do? What did you say? Did you talk out of turn? Did you get smart with your teacher? What did you do? And he was just like, mom, I didn't say anything. He goes, she just made that comment to me and I don't know why. And she said it in front of the class and it really hurt my feelings. And I said, he goes, I actually had to fight back tears. And I go, Gabriel, I'm going to ask you one more time. Were you talking out of turn? You know, I gave him all these scenarios that I thought that could have made her said that, say that comment to Uh him. And he's like, no, I said, okay. I said, if you make me a liar, because I am going to ask her about it, and if you make me a liar, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. I said, and I go, you're gonna, I'm going to take you to the school. You're going to apologize to your teacher because this is what you said to me, and you did not tell me the whole truth. And, you know, I just made a big deal, like, this was a, you know, you're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> and she, you know what? She admitted that she said it. She goes, but I didn't mean for it to hurt his feelings. She goes, I, I honestly was she apologized her uh-huh. comment that she made to him was wrong and she goes I, I realized after I said it I shouldn't have said it and I apologize and she wrote him a letter and uh-huh. whatnot but so what I'm saying is I always believe the adult or and I'll always ask questions before I believe my own kid not yeah. because he's a liar I, he's not a liar but He's also a kid, he's and a then, kid. you know, I would, you in know, a just environment, kind of go down the hierarchy, like, let's believe the adult first, yeah, and then just do exactly what you did. That's awesome. This yeah. is, I go back to, like, my all-American uh, family thing of, mm-hmm. of you and packing the lunches and writing notes. 
<laughs> this, is what, this is what good moms do. So you're you're a really good mom. So thank you. It's tough. It's probably the hardest job ever. <laughs> oh yeah, I see. I mean, I see it every day with you know it, every mom at the gym. Obviously, I see it firsthand with Monica and all the stuff that she does with Ellie and stuff. And it's not an easy job. Like mm-hmm. kids are tough, and when you have to balance work and other things in it too, it's it's uh it's tough. So. It is. Um, so yeah, thank you. I think you're doing a a, a good (laughs) job and you're probably raising two great little kids. Thank you. Um, what sports are your kids into? Um, soccer. And right now my son is playing basketball and, um, he's taking some agility classes at the same time. And so that's just to help with his sports all around. Mm. And it's, it's two hours of at Liberty park on two nights a week where he's just getting his but <laughs> yeah. <it> to him. <laughs> and so, um, right. So different seasons, the sport changes, but he pretty much plays flag football, um, winter, winter and spring, and then soccer, the same nice spring and actually fall. All right. couple questions for you. What from the gym standpoint, what, uh, I just moved away from the mic as I was talking, which is exactly what I told you not to do. <laughs> so cool. I'm breaking my own rules. Um, what made you come to drop fitness at first Mm -hmm. and then when you came like what was your first kind of initial thoughts of the of the workout oh okay um well erica sabin (laughs) which is my good friend she started coming here and she was you know talking very highly of you and monica and the workouts and she'll you need to try it i'm like okay i'll try it you know so i did and I was like, wow, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, what just happened after class? Like, it was a really good workout. I, I, but what I did tell her, I go, you know what caught my attention most about Monica and Joe is how humble and kind they were and welcoming. And I came in thinking, like, I knew most of those exercises. And, you know, when I was doing something wrong with my presses, I think was what I thought I knew how to do, but I was doing them wrong. I said, they just, they told me what I was doing wrong. They said, okay, they explained um, how to do it correctly and, and said, well, you shouldn't do it like this because you could you know, you're putting too much strain on this and you explained why. And I Uh was like, oh, okay. So that made sense to me. And so it was easy for me to correct because not only did you tell me what I was doing wrong, you, you explained why I shouldn't do it that way because, you know, yeah. So I like that part. I I don't want to come and work out and think I'm doing it right. And I'm doing it all wrong. Right. That's just going to, that's going to make me mad later. I'm like, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. How come nobody said anything? (laughs) No, that's, that's uh, good. I mean, that's what we try to do. So like, I mean, we want to have like an inviting, you know, easy to walk in the door and just from whether you're a beginner or whether you've been working out for years and you're like real in tune with these type of workouts, like we just want to be able to welcome everybody. Um, You know, it's not, there's not a bunch of like yelling at people or like calling people out. I mean, in the, in the, I joke a lot. So right. I mean, there is some of that too, but I do, and anybody new, I'm definitely not, fun. yeah, I'm definitely not joking on anybody new. Um, it's mostly Carlos and uh, Pete that have been here forever and then I make fun of them and then everybody right. else laughs. So then there you go. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, that's really kind of the environment that we want, like really inviting and we want you guys to learn stuff and then do it correctly. Like we want, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want you to just put on extra weight to, I mean, like, weight on the bar or something and just do something because you're like oh i can do this but it you know your form's terrible like then you're going to get hurt and then you're not going to come back so um you know it's all kind of in that that same circle so so that's good i'm uh, i'm glad uh 
I'm glad what we intended to set out to do, you saw it firsthand or you experienced it. And that, that is what you're experiencing. So, right. uh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked all, I like what I also like is that, um, the workouts are always different. They're always challenging. You could, I could never guess what we're going to do that day. If it's upper body or if it's core and cardio, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I could never guess what we're going to do because everything's always changing, which is good because it gets me excited. It's like, right. okay, what are we going to do today? You know, excited <laughs> or I feel like and okay. scared. <laughs> so last night, I swear this is not a, I'm not making this up. The roll up was up. And we kicked off the workout. You had to do 100 wall balls. That was the first movement thing that you had to do, 100 wall balls. A car came up. I don't know what it was, so I'm not going to call anybody out. (laughs) Their headlights came up. They paused by the roll-up. And you can see, like, at that angle, you can definitely see the the workout. They backed up into a spot (laughs) and turned around and left. I I swear they were like, they saw 100 wall balls, I'm sure. And whoever that was, you guys need to tell me. they backed up and just bounced. They're like, not on Friday, not on Friday night. Like I'm definitely going home. So, uh, it's, uh, yeah, we try to, we try to keep everybody guessing and you know, we, we don't post our workouts ahead of time or anything like that because it's not like we think somebody's going to steal it or anything like that. It's, we don't want people to look at it and go, mm, I really, yeah, I don't want to do that today. Or think they can't do it. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you can do it. And if you don't want to do it that day, it's probably even more of a reason why you should do it. Cause mm-hmm. you probably don't want to do it cause you're not very good at it or it's really challenging for you or something like hundred wall balls. The shorter people hate it. Mm-hmm. The taller people are just like, Oh, whatever. Like I don't care about wall balls. Monica hates wall balls. I hate them. Yeah. So and, <laughs> yeah, like everybody that's like around the five foot range absolutely gets destroyed by wall balls. When there's a hundred wall balls, they're like, you know, on number 70, they're just like dying. And the taller people, like that's the one benefit for lifting and being tall is wall balls. The other one would probably be the rower. And, um, you know, and they just get destroyed by them. So yesterday I saw those people, like everybody who was dying was like all the shorter people. And it's kind of funny. And I was like, yeah, it it was for Monica. Those wall balls, I have probably like three or four times I want it just to quit. And I'm just like, okay, just stop and just walk out. I've never done that ever in 20 <laughs> years. But I, you know, working out, I'm just like, no, I, I, I can't do this today. And I really say all these negative things in my head. And then I'm like, then I'm almost done. And I'm like, you, that was a mental struggle. Yeah. <laughs> and you said all these nasty things in your head. <laughs> and look at you just finished. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get it. Wall balls. No, not my thing either. What Even is Erica and I talk about it all the time. <laughs> what do I they like these wall balls? What is they're it good for you? <laughs> wall balls and burpees are like, honestly, some of the like most basic things. You're just like, like a burpee, you're laying onto the ground and then you're getting back up to your feet and jumping up. Like the, the wall ball, all you're doing is squatting and throwing a ball over your head like it's not that crazy, you know? And um, they're like the most like full body exercise. It's like good. It's because mm-hmm. it gets your heart rate up and it's using a lot of your a, a, your entire body, not just like, right. you know, one little aspect of it. So that's why, that's why we like incorporating them. I get it, but they're <laughs> hard. <laughs> I'd rather do burpees than wall balls, but that's just me. What is your, like when you came in originally, you, I don't know if you, we never really like discuss goals or anything like that, but like, what's your goal now? Like for coming to the gym, like, is it just that hour of, you know, we talked about like that, that hour of you time where you mm-hmm. kind of unwind. Is there any like physical aspect? Like you you have a goal for that or like, do you have, how do you keep yourself like motivated that way? Um, I would say definitely have a goal just to be stronger and feel stronger you know, not only 
um, of course, everybody wants to, you know, be, um, you know, uh, cut and, and, and look strong, but I also want to feel strong, you mm-hmm. know, and like, even with the wall balls, like I, one day I'll do, you know, 50 and then the next day or the next time I'll do 70 and those, that 70 felt easy compared to the first time I pushed to do 50. So my goal is just to feel stronger every time I come uh-huh. and just be a better version of myself in whatever we're doing. You know, if I did 20 presses and, you know, with 30 pound dumbbells and I was struggling, well, I hope the next time I come, I can do 40 and not, and feel okay. You know, I right. feel better for like, wow, you know, I kind of made progress because I struggled the last time not doing as many and today I did more and it felt good. Yeah. So just trying to be a better version of what I was yesterday. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's good. That's good advice for anybody out there. Do you log any of this stuff? I feel like you're, you're a journaler. Do you have a journal? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, you, do have a, you did come with a notepad. I was like, well, this is, we're just talking here. And you're like, here's my notes. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't ask for any research. Um, it even says teacher notes. I How know. funny. Um, I do. I'm not, all the time but i try to like log in things and and just kind of like and then i'll look back and kind of reflect well reflect on things (laughs) that's good i i mean i i don't do that and i probably should at least i'm I'm just thinking from a workout standpoint but really just Mm -hmm. like so you know but i do know i have a good sense of like you know what my different lifts are like what my maxes are and when we have a certain type of workout and i'm like okay there's 20 presses in there like i know my body enough to be like, okay, I should go for this weight. I know how I'm going to feel after doing mm-hmm. 20 at this weight or 20 at this weight. And so, so I do know that just from doing it so many times, but I think everybody should get in the habit of like writing that stuff down. You know, every time we do like a, an AMRAMP or something and there's people are marking down like how many rounds they did uh, with, with chalk mm-hmm. on the ground. When I mop up that chalk at the end of the night, which thank you guys for making a mess. <laughs> um, you know, that goes away. So you should kind of keep a log or something that way you just know, cause the workouts are always changing, but there's always, you know, the same type of version of workout that we always do. So there's stuff that's similar. And so you should just, you know, if you can't remember it, which clearly if we're doing four rounds and you got to mark down each round on the ground in chalk, you guys maybe don't have a best memory is all I'm saying. Like not my members don't have a good memory, but they might need some like ginkgo, goloba, uh, you know, um, and in, cause if they can't remember what, what they're doing on presses or, um, you know, pull-ups and, and all that stuff and how they feel like maybe, maybe log that down. Mm-hmm. And, and then that way, you know, the next time you can be like, okay, I did do better. Like remember last time I only did seven pull-ups in a row or whatever. Um, and I think there's, there is a lot of people, um, at our gym right now that are like hitting PRs and goals when it comes to like pull-ups, like, you know, how many women that we have that are doing unassisted like pull-ups and multiple pull-ups. And I think you're like one of them that can do that, you know, swinging like and get your, get your body up. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's impressive, you know? And I think it's like empowering when you start to do that stuff. And if you write it down, it's like, okay, this is real, you know? Right. And so I think, and I say that all the time about like when you graduate from the dumbbells on certain workouts to the bar and you're picking up that bar with these big old plates on there, like it's intimidating a little bit Mm -hmm. and but it's like also empowering once you do it and you're like damn I just lifted that you know so (laughs) um you know it's it's kind of one of the reasons why when we do like deadlifts like we want everybody to do the bar and start like slapping on some weight and then you know it's a good instagrammable moment Mm -hmm. when you take a picture of that you're like I lifted that I lifted Mm -hmm. that you know x amount of times or whatever 
Um, and I think a lot of people get a lot of good feelings from that, a good, you know, sense of like being strong and being powerful. And, you know, we're in the age of like the powerful woman and I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's all we want to do. We want to pick people up and, and empower True. them now. So. And I, I, I also, what I also like about coming here is um, exactly what you said, but also you don't feel like it's competition. I don't uh -huh. feel like... Um, Oh, I've been competing with you everywhere. <laughs> like you don't feel you're competing against others. Everybody's here encouraging others. Mm. And, you know, you guys, even it may sound, you know, like I, at the end of the class, you guys always high five us, every single member. And that makes me feel really good. Like it makes me feel like, you know, your guys are good job, you know, high fiving every, and even other members high five you that you don't even know. And you're like, wow, this is a really great environment to be a part of. So that's awesome that you said that because that is, I mean, we intentionally do that. And right. I've just learned in, from my corporate side of background, like high fives are infectious. If yeah. you just walk around and you just start high fiving people, like it's in, walk up to a random person today. If you go to Walmart or you go to Costco or something like Walk, just put your hand on me like right there, bud, and just put up high five. I guarantee you they'll not know what's going on. They, everybody high fives. Right. You do. And so you can't not high five. And it's such an awesome thing. Uh -huh. And so and it, it creates that. And like you said, other members are high fiving now. Like that's what everybody goes around. We all walk around like basically, uh, you know, kids after a high school basketball game, like we're giving everybody high fives mm -hmm. and everybody's doing that. And like we didn't tell people to do that. We just started doing it. And it's like if you want to change uh, like a vibe or you want to put something out, then just start, it starts with you. Like mm -hmm. just start doing it. And, and we did it. And now that everybody does that, like everybody gives high fives and they're like, all right, see you later. And like, everybody says bye to everybody. And that's when we talk about like a fit fam and like mm -hmm. a community and whatever, that's what it is. Like our people here are all part of that community. Like we're, we're creating that. And that, I mean, that makes us feel good and we're glad we're doing something. I'm glad that you, you see that and appreciate that. So. Oh yes, definitely. It's awesome. <laughs> Well, uh, what else do you have on your, I'm, I'm curious about what's on your, on your notepad. Don't look at my notes. We're, uh, <laughs> we're wrapping it up here. Um, but I don't know, was there any topics that you wanted to, when you came in here, you were like, I want to talk about that. And, and I, I just started rambling on and didn't get to it. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> I, I was, I was very nervous and my whole run when I was running, I kept thinking, okay, just don't get, you know, tongue twisted on your words. Just say whatever he asks you or talks to you about. Just talk about it don't get twisted on your words uh -huh. so i was trying to talk myself into this mentally just to be calm <laughs> i think you went into that like i start think so on fridays i always do the programming for fridays mm -hmm. and uh, i don't write it until friday morning when i get here but i think about it from like so i go to bed on thursday night like scheming and mm -hmm. i'm like that's why yesterday i was like ooh, i want to do 100 wall balls and then I want them to, and I'm like, okay, what's going to be, I'm, I need to like engage their shoulders and stuff. And, uh, so basically me contemplating what the workout was going to be, yesterday, it was like you dreading this or <laughs> whatever. Um, I, I feel like I probably at first, I think I was kind of in the same way, like, oh, I want to like make sure I say something smart or I want to say something, whatever. But now I'm just like, and this is only like episode five, but I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm just going to talk into the microphone. I talk enough. Um, and something funny will come out or something interesting will come out or maybe it won't. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, uh, it's hard for me to think about or like overthink stuff like that for like talking. Cause, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I just open my mouth and stuff comes out. So, right. It comes natural. Yeah. So, um, well, good. Um, 
I guess that's a that's gonna be a wrap. Uh, great job. Uh, so everybody, um, give us a couple of you know likes or shares. Uh, please share a podcast with a friend. Put a review in there. Um, we appreciate all the feedback that we've gotten so far. You guys have been really nice. Um, but yeah, and uh, if you guys want to uh, give us a follow on Instagram, we're at Drop Fitness or yeah, Drop Fitness Bakersfield. Wow, at Drop Fitness Bakersfield, or you can go to our website, uh, dropfitnessbakersfield.com. Um, anything that you have a plug, do you have a charity? I feel like you're probably heading up a charity that you need to no. plug or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Um, all right. I'm so just trying to keep my head above water. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, until next time guys, um, signing off. I am Joe from Amanda. You can say bye. Bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys. See you at the gym. <laughs>